Hello there and welcome to Bringing Out Their Best, the podcast for teachers of dance, drama and music. My name is Sarah Marshall from Performing Arts PD. Each week I will bring you a snippet of research or an interview with another performing arts educator to energise and inspire you for your working week. I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the Aurora Nation on which I live and work. I pay my respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander elders past and present. Gratitude has become a highly cited tool to maintain one's well-being. So today I thought I'd hunt down some evidence about whether including a gratitude practice has an evidence base and how we can include it in our lives and encourage it in our students through a performing arts lens. Then next week I thought I'd continue the theme and showcase a study of how a dance teacher has been able to integrate her gratitude practice and transformed it into a lesson plan for her dance students. But today is all about us, the teachers. In 1948, The World Health Organization defined health as being free from illness or infirmity and having complete mental, physical and social well-being. Well, I think we can agree that by this definition, most of us spend our living fairly unhealthily. I don't know about you, but my life throws up too many challenges to be in a consistent state that can be described as complete mental, social and physical well-being. Fortunately, I am not the only one who thinks like this, and in 2011, a new concept was delivered defining health as the ability to adapt and to self-manage in the face of social, physical and emotional challenges. Now, this is a definition I can get behind and say, hand on my heart, I am healthy. The pandemic has, however, challenged most of us in terms of our health and has required us to pay attention to keep ourselves healthy with an urgency that the previous decades may not have. So what is gratitude? A wider life orientation towards noticing and being grateful for the positive in the world. Attention can be directed to the feeling of sufficiency, to the appreciation of the little things in life and to other people in our lives. By now, I'm sure you are all familiar with a range of tools to develop gratitude in your own life such as gratitude journals, five things a day, and gratitude letters. But are there any real benefits of using gratitude tools? Well, fortunately, someone else has done a review of the literature on this, and gratitude appears to make a difference in some parts of our lives at least. On the downside, there is only weak evidence for physiological and psychopathological benefits, There was some evidence for improved psychological well-being in areas such as self-esteem, academic engagement, hope and resilience, but it was inconclusive. However, there was a strong correlation between gratitude practice and improved emotional well-being and social engagement. Those that engaged with gratitude tools had greater life satisfaction, positivity, quality of life and feelings of well-being. Similarly, gratitude tools were found to increase pro-social behaviour and improve the quality of our relationships. So for looking after ourselves as teachers who need to be able to adapt to the physical, mental and social challenges in order to model health to our students, 
gratitude practice can offer us some benefits. So what are gratitude tools and can we adopt them for an approach that fits with our persona as a performing artist? They are typically short duration exercises, practiced daily which aim to increase our awareness of things we are grateful for in our lives. Gratitude lists, writing a list of things you are grateful for every day, for example, pick 10 things that have happened in the last 24 hours that you are grateful for. A gratitude journal, writing about three to five things you are grateful for and expanding on why you are grateful for them. Gratitude letters, writing a letter to someone and expressing your gratitude to them for what they have done. These letters usually remain unsent, but the practice often involves writing the letter and then reading it out aloud. Gratitude imagery is sometimes paired with a gratitude list. As you add something to the gratitude list, you imagine or remember the incident and the feelings that brought you to be grateful for it. So there you go. These are the gratitude tools most commonly used. But how would you incorporate them in your life? Before going to sleep to make it easier to relax and wind down? Or first thing in the morning to greet your day with a positive outlook? Would you bring your journaling to life by turning it into a limerick or haiku? Perhaps make a sketch or a melody or express it as a dance motif? As performing artists, we hold so much creativity within ourselves. I am sure there are a multitude of ways you can find to unlock and express your own gratitude. I look forward to hearing of your suggestions in the chat below. Next week, we will look at how a dance teacher transformed her gratitude practice into a dance lesson. To make sure you don't miss it, head over to performingartspd.com and subscribe to our mailing list. Not only do you get the chance to win one year of free courses, but you'll be given advanced access to bringing out their best each week. My name is Sarah Marshall. Thanks for listening today. I hope you have a fabulous week practicing gratitude and helping your students to bring out their best.